Hello my friends, welcome to episode number 131 of Tina Friel. Thank you so much for joining me on this Tuesday. Did you get my email yesterday? Um, I sent my weekly newsletter email. If you missed it, you can sign up at tinamio.com forward slash subscriber. Can't promise you will get last week's or yesterday's email if... Um, you, unless you email me and ask for it but you can get future weeks I send an email out every Monday with a challenge and some kind of um, suggestion for us all and then just some updates for the week on there I asked about helping me out with filling out a quick survey it takes less than a minute really quick and um, I would love if you could do that if you did get my email and forgot I know how easy it is to forget but if you could go back and do that that would be amazing and uh, thank you again to all those who signed up through Patreon uh, to continue supporting these episodes. You are the reason these are continuing, so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. If you're not sure whether you should sign up or if you've been thinking about signing up, but again, forgetting, I know, trust me, I have so many things on my to-do list that I never get to. But yes, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash running for real. Okay, so today's AMA is from Michael Sanchez. And it's a really interesting question, actually. I haven't thought about it too much, but I'm going to go through and answer the questions. Okay, so Michael says, Recently we heard on Superstars page about elite water bottles in Berlin. This got me thinking about the elite process. How do you choose which races to run or do you get invited? Okay, so that first one, I'm just going to address these one at a time. The first one, a lot of these are going to depend on what level you are at. I would say there's kind of A, B and C tier athletes. Um, uh, let's say A, B, C, D level athletes. I would honestly say I was a C. Um, the A level athletes are like, you know, Kipchoge, um, Mary Katani, uh, Molly Huddle, Shalane Flanagan, those are the A-level athletes. They are going to get invited to do all the races that they are going to do. Um, and uh, they can pretty much pick and choose wherever they want to go. Um, and uh, they can kind of say, I'm thinking about doing this race, or most likely the race will reach out to them. And I, one of your questions in a minute, I will kind of tell you... Um, well, I guess actually the other questions don't ask that. So um, I would say in most situations, a race like New York is going to say, uh, hey, Molly Huddle, I will give you $30,000 to come to this race. I have no idea what people do get paid, but um, I know the appearance fees can be pretty big, um, especially for those A athletes. And that is a lot of the time why they end up racing the races that they do race, because a lot of it ends up being about money. Um, so if you see someone doing a race that you're kind of thinking, why are you doing that one? It's usually about money. And, and New York is one in particular that is known to have a lot of money behind them. Um, so yeah, you, you pick which races you want to do. Um, if you are one of the, I guess, A level, uh, a B level would be kind of someone who has run, uh, like Sarah Crouch, I would say is like a B level. Um, I'd say the people like on the edge, like Laura Thweet, um, Steph Bruce. Yeah, she's probably in that group as well. Uh, those kind of people are definitely going to be um, in the B, what I would consider a B level group of elites. Um, they are going to get invited to races. We'll have some kind of appearance fee, but not going to be as much as the, the big time Galen Rupps and the Mo Farahs. Um, and then there's the C level, um, who is what I would originally be. And I guess I wasn't, I wasn't actually given any money ever to appear at a race. Um, but I probably could have been had I, um, 
got an agent and kind of decided for myself that I wanted to figure out a way to do this but for me I didn't really want to work with an agent I kind of liked being on my own um, and I'd say the level C athletes um, it's you're not really going to get invited to many races you might get invited to the odd race but for the most part it's just going to be you reaching out or your agent reaching out to the race director and saying um, I'd like to run this race and they'll come back to you and say okay great you know I can cover this or that um, for you so um, how did the bib numbers get allocated and do you line up in a particular order that will depend on the race um, some of the races do do it by kind of um, I don't want to say best known but kind of the lower numbers are the the very top level athletes and then kind of as you go down and most races generally follow that kind of um, outlining but obviously it's difficult to know if someone is having a breakout year or if someone is you know has been injured you never know where they're going to be so it will generally follow some kind of level of um, you know the best ones are the lower numbers but at the same time um, they also might just kind of be a bit random and you might see someone who finishes with a 45 uh, ahead of someone who is a five so the numbers um we don't actually know what number we're going to be. We're just kind of given our number. And honestly, those don't really mean anything. Um, I can't remember hardly any races I have done where I can actually remember what number I was. So um, they just it's just kind of something that's there. You don't really pay attention. And often you have your name on the bib. So that's kind of the important part. Uh, next question, is there a limit to how many elites can run? Again, depends on the race. Um, I know like the London Marathon, they only have, I want to say it's like 20 athletes in the elite field um, and that's worldwide. Uh, usually the British team only has, it might even be less, the British team usually has two to four athletes in the elite field for the women and probably the same for the men. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, other races, I think like Boston may have like 50 don't quote me on that but I think I know they have a lot more and uh, some will kind of break it down into elite and sub elite and some will allow um, just elite uh, but the numbers will be more you know wide so that you're going to include someone who has run a lot slower other ones are going to be very specific again like uh, Boston even though it does have a huge field it has the John Hancock field which I think is only I don't know how many athletes, I'm going to guess 10, um, but really a small number who are actually considered like the top level elites. So I don't think there's a limit. Um, I think most races are going to allow a certain time in. They're going to allow people to uh, enter if they feel like you have run a time fast enough or you could be someone who would perform for them. But uh, for the most part, they don't they don't mind. Um, as for most people, it's giving free entry and that doesn't really affect them. But if you're asking for hotels or accommodation or travel, then it's definitely a lot more selective. Um, you know, I've definitely done some races where I've paid to go myself and I know plenty of people who have um, been been flown out there. Um, I've only had a few races where I've actually um, had my travel and um, accommodation paid for by the, the race event. A race hotel is a lot more common. But your travel, like a flight, for example, is going to be a lot more difficult to find someone who will cover it. At my level, anyway. At the Again, the higher you go, the more the more stuff you're going to get. More bells and whistles. What about paces? Um, I'm not sure how that goes with other races. The only one I have experience with is the London Marathon. And I don't know if you know this, Michael, um, or any, I know some people do who are listening. 
I was actually going to be one of the pacers for the um, 228 group at the London Marathon the year I stopped running. I had signed up. It was giving me a lot of anxiety because I wasn't feeling good about my running, as we kind of know now. Um, but I wasn't feeling good about my running. I was stressing out about it because 228 pace is 114 at the half. And um, even though, you know, that should have been not easy for me, that's about, um, you know, it should have been doable um but I was feeling like I wasn't even going to be close to the marker so uh, in that situation I think the London Marathon you kind of let them know that you're interested so I would imagine for most situations it would be um, an agent would tell the uh, race director or the elite coordinator uh, about um that you want to do be a pacer and uh, you will then either be accepted or told, you know, we have enough people. Uh, again, with the London Marathon, um, I was going to be paid on a um, every mile I went beyond. I can't remember how many miles it was. Maybe every mile I went beyond ten miles, I think I got an extra thousand. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think I calculated if I ran to the halfway point, I could make about six thousand dollars. I think that was right. I can't remember exactly, <laughs> but it, it does pay pretty well. But obviously you are losing the opportunity to race and see what you can really do if you're out there racing. So that's that. Would you drop out if you knew you weren't going to make your predicted time? No, I would absolutely not drop out. I have never been someone who um, kind of views it like that, um, especially as I'm, well, partly Michael, um, as Many of you know by now, uh, I wouldn't even know if I was at my predicted time until near the finish because I don't look my watch most of the time. So, um, for example, when I said I did that race on Sunday, I had absolutely no idea what I was uh, going to run until I turned the corner and saw it said 1.22. So um, that's kind of how I race. So I wouldn't even know if I was going to make my predicted time. But no, I've never been someone who would drop out. I do know a lot of elites who kind of if they're out of the money or if they're out of a certain time, they'll kind of think, oh, I'm just going to drop out and um, do another race in a few weeks. But for me, uh, again, I wasn't at that level where I had the luxury of kind of being able to say, hey, fly me here, fly me there. I was paying for a lot of my accommodation um, and paying for a lot of my travel. So for me, I'd invested both money and time and we'd peaked me for this race. So it was kind of all or nothing for this race. That was kind of how I viewed it. Um, but again, if you are at that top level, if you're a Galen Rupp, for example, he dropped out of, um, was it Boston, I think. And then a few weeks later, uh, went to Berlin and I think it was Berlin and uh, ran well because he can obviously just jump on a plane and, and go to Berlin. But I don't have that luxury. Right, next. Do you get the standard medal, shirt and goodie bag at the end, as well as any additional prize or trophy? Uh, medal, yes. Usually they'll put one around your neck. And funny enough, usually the photographers that are standing by the finish line, you know, the ones who are from like marathon photo or something, they're usually trying to take your photo. And I'm, I always say to them, like, look, don't even bother. Like, I'm, I don't want this photo. Like, I'm just, you know... Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy this photo like don't, just save your save your snap for someone else because um you know if I if I ha get some photos I'm probably going to get them uh from you know someone back at the hotel or with my family or friends or something like that. Um shirt that depends sometimes I have been given the shirt uh sometimes I haven't but it's not a case of they didn't want me to have a shirt it's just kind of like 
people assume you wouldn't want it. And to be totally honest with you, with most shirts, I get them in a different size and give them to someone. Uh, my race last weekend, I got it in a men's medium and gave it to Steve. Uh, I've given plenty to my dad, some to my mom, some to my sister. Uh, I have so many shirts uh, that I tend to just give them away. And I'm sure that's the same with most elites, particularly if you are sponsored by a particular brand. You can't accept a brand, uh, a shirt from another brand and um, you kind of want to be running in your brand every day anyway so um, you probably wouldn't wear a race shirt as for goodie bag um, no most of the time you don't go to an expo I would actually go just to kind of be a bit of a rebel um, and just because I kind of love the atmosphere and looking around and going so I always would go to the expo but I would say most elites do not do that so they probably wouldn't get the the bag at the end um so yeah, I think that's all of your questions, Michael. I hope that was interesting for you guys to learn about and I hope that was enjoyable. Um, I will see you tomorrow with an update. I'll tell you all about my race. And by the way, you guys, I ran uh, the run I did on Monday. Ooh, I did not feel good. My legs were like dead, dead weights. Uh, Heavy-legged for sure. So I'll be telling you more tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you then.